Hi, we are so happy you're here. Welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast, where we are feminine as women and we are powerful as daughters. I am your host, Elizabeth Critton. And I'm your host, Annie Sad. Together, we have created the Bloom Strong Coaching Program. This podcast is where we connect women of all walks of life who are committed to walking in faith, living with intention, and deepening their roots in truth. Our hope is that you feel encouraged and equipped with the tools to build heart, break through, defy the odds, and shine your light. If you are feeling this podcast and you want to stay connected, be sure to follow us on the social. Our favorite place to hang out is Instagram, and our handle is at bloom underscore strong. So grab your coffee, cozy up, and let's dive in. So this podcast today is with Dana Phillips, who is amazing, an awesome friend, and also participating in Bloom Strong Coaching. And in January, we got to um, talk about how we are nourishing our soul. And so there was a lot that went into that, but we just kind of wanted a a little brief overview of your experience, who you are, first of all, and some changes or transformations and action steps that you've been implementing recently. I am Dana and I have a husband, Jesse, and I have two kids. I have a stepson who is 12 and a daughter who's three. And we actually have another one on the way. And then before I was a mom, I um, was trained as a Montessori teacher. So I have a lot of child development background and yeah, I just became mom, decided to stay at home. And that was really um, a big change. And I went through a some postpartum depression. And so I'm here now, two years, what, three years later, and have totally kind of transformed my whole entire life. I started the workout Ladies Commit and um, well, I've known each other for like two years now. I think so. Two years. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of really helped me step out of my depression and kind of see the light. And yeah. And so in September, I started going to church for the first time ever in my life. I was like 30 years old. And that really, I remember the first time I went and I felt really uncomfortable, but I, I know that when you feel uncomfortable, it's something that is actually really good for you because you're stepping on your comfort zone. And I remember feeling just this like overwhelming feeling of joy and peace. And I just felt like my heart was so full afterwards. And I hadn't felt that in a really long time. And that was like, yeah, it like made me cry the first few times that I went to church because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually making me feel alive. And yeah, I think it was something that I was missing for a long time in my life. So, um, and I've come to the realization that I think I've actually always believed in God, but I think that I was so scared with the way that I grew up that it was not something that you do or it's like not. And so I think that I just like, sort of suppressed all those feelings like no I'm more like spiritual and you know look to the stars and like all those sorts of stuff um but I think really I look back and I'm like oh he was there this time and he was there then and um it was just it's amazing to have that feeling to feel like your heart's so full first of all thanks for being here this is Annie thanks for being here Dana I wanted to ask you when you said that the ladies commit to fit helps you with your postpartum 
what part of that did you feel like helped you out of that? Or can you kind of go deeper into that? Years before I had started working out to try and get rid of depression before, because I had it in my early 20s as well with a really bad breakup. And um, so I knew that exercise was something that was just going to help me because it had helped me before. What I didn't realize was that the community of women was probably the biggest part that helped me just becoming, you know, as a mom, you feel so lonely, especially when you're in that postpartum depression or anxiety. Um, You kind of just feel like no one's, no one's feeling the same thing as you. And then you get around this community of women and you realize that everyone is going through the same things as you and everyone deals with it differently. And so it was just really inspiring to see how other people deal with it. And I just like created so many friendships. And so it was just really the women that I think really kind of helped me out of there, like really see the light that I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I don't have to be so sad and lonely and (laughs) angry and, (laughs) you know, all of those, all those feelings. And I think a lot of listeners are going through stuff like that, but I think the difference that made on you is that you didn't stop. And sometimes, you know, it's like being persistent in the process and not quitting and giving up on what allows you to thrive that eventually that becomes more of your constant of the things that fill you and draw you out. And it's just like, you are coming alive and it's because you didn't stop. It's because you didn't give up and you kept going back. And I know those days, probably there were a lot of days you didn't want to show up and you just wanted to give up or, um, but you didn't. I know that I've seen like a 180, like in, in just how you were when you started to now and it's like so amazing just to watch you like step up into the unknown and like into the uncomfortable and like that's what I see over and over again is like things that like normally if I I challenge someone to do most people would be like hesitant but she just does it and I'm like huh okay so it's really neat to see that because it's a rare quality and it's like it just shows that you do trust God and you do trust like you know he's put that desire in your heart for a reason. And so why not? When you said that you went to church for the first time, like ever, I wanted to ask, like, what made you take that first step? I know that Elizabeth kind of inspired me just throughout like the past year. It wasn't even like, I don't even think you were intentional with it. I think it was more of just this nonchalant, just like felt this, like, I really just need to do this. I was really getting to a place in my um, parenting where I was having some repercussions for my depression as far as like anger and a lot of yelling. And um, I was just really starting to resent myself and blame myself and my past for like what I was doing. And I just felt like I needed to like open my heart somewhere else. I just, I just kept thinking, you know, maybe, maybe he will, maybe he will fill my heart. And, um, and he has, It's, it's incredible to me how much I have, I have transformed even in the last just six months of going to church and, um, and it's not even that I like have been doing Bible studies and making sure that I'm like reading the Bible. I've never read the Bible before. <laughs> so um, to me, like all of those stories and um, the books are all just so interesting. And um, I just see so much joy and peace and like light within all of those words. Yeah. It's helped me become a lot more peaceful enjoyful I don't I don't even remember saying anything to you about <laughs> to be honest I don't, yeah I don't think you actually like the intentional like saying things to me I think it was just the way that you like live 
your life like through him and Jesus? I think um, what stands out to me is like you said, you started to feel more peace and you started to feel more joy. And so you're, you're being full filled up with the fruits of the spirit, right? You wanted them and they're starting to get them. And I think just like what even we do, like you guys do with the workouts and stuff, like being around women and people who are going to support you. And I feel like Elizabeth and I had been talking about this more recently. It's just like the connection we start to create with the women we're with. And so we start to feel what they're feeling and we start to be able to just like draw closer to them. Like maybe they need something or I'm just going to reach out to this person or um, even like, <laughs> you know, Elizabeth talking about like our cycles are getting on each other's cycling. And, and she was talking about like, what did you say about the lions, the women? So in Lisa Bevere's book, Lioness Arising, she talks about how lionesses, like a pack, a pride of lioness. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> a pride of lioness. They start cycling together so that when they have babies, they can help take care of each other's babies and they hunt too. So it's just really cool. And, and it's weird because Annie and I, although we are not like she's in Arizona and I'm in Washington, our cycles are syncing up, right. which is, it has to be a spiritual thing. Like it's weird. So exactly. But we take care of each other and that's why community is so important. You know, um, even you being drawn into church and stuff is like, you're connecting and you're making these, these friendships that are way deeper than the physical. Like they're starting to become so much deeper than the physical. And that stuff even draws you in. You're like, you guys are both saying like, I don't know, did I invite you? But maybe like spiritually, your hearts were inviting each other into a closer relationship and doing the things that each other does. And so like that ripple effect with everybody we connect with the stuff that we do is going to impact the stuff that they do. They're going to be want to be drawn into the things that we're doing. So if we're not doing things that are healthy for ourselves or our bodies or our families, the people that we're connected to are going to be drawn in to the things that are not healthy for themselves, for their bodies. I think it's just being around people and going into a community of people who are going to bring health into your mind and body and spirit is going to help you become stronger in that. Amen. And that kind of brings us into the next topic of what are you getting from Bloom Strong Coaching? What I loved about like the Bloom Strong Blueprint is that I actually got to sit down and really think about how I want to live my life in each little area and not just like as a whole. And um, I think I cried through that too, but I'm also <laughs> pregnant. So. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, I think that um, doing that, you really kind of see who, who you really want to be. And I think, um, and through that process, I like, I just, I realized that how much God has like our plan and we can, we have our own free will, right? So we can make our own choices. It was really, it was really impactful for me to do that, to do the blueprint part of it. And um, this last month, I, um, I can't fast. Right. <laughs> but one thing that I did fast with was, was Netflix. And it was really getting to be a huge, um, it was really starting to impact my life in a negative way as far as like, I was watching it when I was making dinner. And so I wasn't very present with, um, you know, how either how I was making dinner or with my daughter needing something while I was making dinner or, um, 
like Jesse trying to talk to me, my husband trying to talk to me, um, and stuff. And it just like, I realized like how much it was like consuming my mind. And so I've been, it's been like five weeks. Wow. (laughs) I actually watched a movie for the first time a couple weeks or last week or something. And it took me three days to even like watch it (laughs) because I was like not even like interested in like watching a TV. It was just so weird. For me, like one of the big things is having like these women that are like on the same path as you that like want to show up in a way that's going to impact generations to come. And they know it starts with their own transformation and they're using the word of God as their guide and like foundation. And I think it's so cool. Like the thing you're doing today, whether it be, you know, you're implementing going to church, you're now implementing a better use of your time instead of doing Netflix, right? Like if you're stretching or doing yoga or whatever you're yeah, doing. Yeah, like I've picked up yoga. I've been doing yoga five days a week. Um, and that's really helped with just having a more peaceful mindset going into the day. Um, and I started doing like a devotional every morning. So um, it just, it makes me feel like I'm like ready to start my day on a peaceful note, even if my daughter wakes up in a bad I never knew. I always thought of myself as kind of like a little, like a kind of like a tomboy. Like I've always gone along with guys a little bit better. And um, it's interesting now because I just like love my community of women that I have. And um, like, I just thrive. Like, I feel like we all thrive off each other because we all have this growth mindset and, and in like a similar way. And um, even though we're all kind of going through different seasons and different parts of our lives right now. And, um, but I feel like it's just so nice to come together and have an understanding. Yeah. And you can learn, we learn from each other too. And like the great thing about the little things that, you know, you're changing today, it's like you are getting to apply the action steps and like the healthy swaps. So you're replacing it with something good, which is going to bring more fruit to your life, but it's also going to be the thing that your children see Mm -hmm. and they're going to learn different. So they're going to learn that mom doesn't just watch Netflix every night. Like she's doing something beneficial. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but that was the thing that was on her heart to Mm -hmm. change. And so I think that that's the beautiful thing is, is, um, it's an exploratory awareness kind of exercise where you, your spirit's going to tell you the things that aren't in alignment with who you are and where, you know, you want to go and and be and all of those things and so um that's why I love it because next you know like let's say we do nourish your soul again it's going to be another thing that you get to weed out and you know what I mean so yeah and I think um you know like we're not like she fasted Netflix but I and people can you know always argue like well social media is not bad or Netflix isn't bad or you know having a cookie isn't bad and stuff but I think it's always the checking the fruit because she was saying that, you know, obviously it was kind of impacting her relationship and her attention to someone else. And that's why she decided to go that route because the fruit was more frustration than peace and feeling, you know, restful or something. So, you know, when you make decisions, instead of justifying in our mind, like, well, Netflix isn't bad. I don't know why I would need to weed it out. We have to look at the fruit of what we're deciding to remove so that we can have peace instead of frustration. And so I think it's a beautiful thing um, that 
you didn't justify. You kind of found something that's affecting your relationship or just where you want to be. And you're being like, it's not a bad thing, but it's not giving me the fruit I desire. And so, and then now you're doing yoga and other things. And it's really cool. I just watched this um, video about when we do different workouts, it ignites different feelings in our body. So like when we do um, strength training or something, um, we feel like we can do hard things. When you're doing yoga, you're like joy and peace because your movements and stuff like that. And so it's in like running, I, I can go fast. I can hit my goals. Like, it's really cool. Like when you think about it, like what fitness, when you move your body spiritually, what we do in the physical is so connected to what happens on the inside of us. And so it's just really cool. And I wanted to say, I love when you talked about you used to like get along with men more and, and then you realize you love your community of women. And I was the same way. I grew up with three brothers. And so I was like, I know how to do it with like hanging out with the guys. Like they're not drama. They're not <laughs> all of this stuff. But when I started the workouts with all the women, I was like, I love them. I was like, I love them so much because it became um, about complimenting each other instead of competing against each other. And I think that's where, um, a community like this is so different to get around people and women because we get each other, right? So we want to make community with women instead of avoid it. But being around the types of women that are going to comp compliment you and champion you is the difference. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's something that's like so lacking because like everyone's trying to be like the best in their field almost and like show up in this shiny, sparkly way. But it's like, when you walk into a community of women that are like spilling coffee and have stains on their shirts and they're sweating and then they have to stop and breastfeed or change a diaper, you're yeah. like, oh, okay. It's like, this is what it's all about. Like we're all championing each other through the chaos yeah. and we're like getting designed and refined as we stumble and clumsily fall and we get back up and you have a friend that's like, it's okay. Come on. You know, just like that one day where I called you randomly and <laughs> Um, to ask you like, a you know, just like a logistical question per usual. <laughs> um, and, and you're like, what did you say when I was like, I'm okay. And then you're like, Oh, and I just like started bawling because <laughs> of something you said, Annie, through, um, one of our like Bloomstrong lives. Yeah. And it was like, the thing that's holding you back is usually the thing that is going to make you stronger or going to set you free is what you were saying. And I was so glad I wasn't on Zoom because I like instantly was just like, <laughs> and um, in particular, we were talking about like my anger with Beverly. It was getting, it was getting really bad. I was feeling like I was just constantly yelling at her or like that was the only way that she was going to listen to me. And so, and that was like the realization of like, I can, I don't have to be so angry and I can like, I can set myself free. Like a lot of the scriptures and things have, um, are those like, it's so weird how all of a sudden you like are like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be so angry anymore. And then it's, you see so many different things about, you know, about having peace and joy and stuff. And you're like, wow, I really am supposed to be like this happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool though, because like, I remember when I first had a friend, her name was Bronwyn and she was the first friend that I had that was like, when I was struggling, she would just address it for what it was like in the spiritual realm. And she'd just be like, we'd be driving. Were you in the car, Annie, when we were going to that event? And like all of a sudden she just like would, she'd just be like, Jesus, 
like this. And, and she would just like, dear Jesus, this. And she would just pray. And I was like, whoa, like I've never seen that kind of bold faith in action, but it was like, I don't know. She taught me so much. And so to create an environment in a community where you have women that are going to remind you that like Jesus died for your shortcomings. You're going to make shortcomings and you don't have to operate out of fear or guilt or shame. You know what I mean? Like, and so in those moments when you're feeling that and that's affecting you, like having those people that are going to come and remind you, like you freedom is yours and you can operate out of a well of love rather than a well of fear, you know? And, and I just hope that that's what blooms strong we produce in our harvest is these women that are going to champion each other and like speak bold faith and truth over each other because it's uncomfortable but the more you do it the better it is and the more like you can see things with clear vision as far as like what's happening what's really happening if that makes sense yeah I just read I'm reading a book calling killing kryptonite and it's by John Bevere and he was talking about if you have melanoma and the doctor doesn't tell you you have melanoma He's just like, oh, if you just eat healthy and do this and do this, well, you're not going to know what's slowly killing you to want to take the action that's going to save you. So it's, you know, instead of just trying to help them change their life and um, to cure that, he's going to, the doctor's going to tell them the hard truth, but now he gets to make that decision of I'm going to save my life and I'm going to be healthy so that I get free from this kind of thing. And so it is those communities of, we're not just here to make everyone just feel super light and fluffy all the time. We want to bring in love with truth so that you're set free. Nothing feels better than being free is what I'm trying to say. Not someone complimenting me or telling me what I want to hear is not better than being free from what's holding me back. I was thinking back to a couple of weeks ago when you were, when you were talking through one of the Bloomstar and coaching videos of saying how, um, you know, you have your, you have your, your muscles, like you're in your flesh, but you also have like your spiritual muscles. And so I've been thinking about that a lot as like working on all of the muscles <laughs> that you have, you know, you have, you have your flesh and then you have, you have your spiritual muscles and then you, you know, and so it's like, you have to have both of those be working well together to be able to be feel like strong and not just strong physically but strong minded as well it's true it's like all of those hard choices and things that you do whether it's you know working out that's hard you're doing resistance training that bubbles over into okay well I could do what's hard and is going to give me delayed gratification or I could do what's easy And normally it's like the resistance training in life. Like anytime you have to resist getting angry or you have to resist indulging or whatever, it's a better choice to choose delayed gratification and do the hard work. So, um, and that's, what's cool too, is is like, maybe you're like, I don't know about all that spiritual stuff, but maybe you just need to start working out and doing what's hard and just see what starts stirring in you. That's what happens for most people. They're like, how else can I do this in my life? This is only one area. That was, that was me because we, we live in a physical world. So we're going to see everything first. So what people usually tend to go to is working 
physically working out and working on their body. And then they start to obtain that, like they start to reach those goals and they're like, but there's something more. And so that's when you start to move in deeper and, um, and start to transform. And actually that deeper part, because we are spiritual beings, like is where, like you said, Dana, there's like more there. Like there's, when you start to become stronger there, there's just more that like blossoms, but we start at the physical part first and then we move in deeper and we're like, whoa, like that's what was really missing is like being connected and spiritually strong so that physically everything else around me like blossoms. That is so good. And I love like, I love that because here we have like a world that is so obsessed with like showing up in the physical a certain way or having certain achievements or all of this. You can't take none of that. It was like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take none of that with you. So it's like, really, what can you leave here? You can leave pictures, but like a picture of what? Like you flexing? Like, is that what you want to leave here for generations to come to remember? That's cool. I mean, I have a picture of grandpa right here on my wall flexing, but there was so much more that he left here than that was one area of his stewardship. So it's just one area, you know, and so there's so much more. We can be so diligent and so um, just humbled by the fact that we have room to grow and become and through that growth and through the perseverance of the process and the time that it takes to really get to that woman that we wrote up in our blueprint, right? How we want people to remember us. We know God put that desire in our heart for a reason. Through that, the people, the kids that are going to see us mess up, get angry sometimes, ask for their forgiveness, and then do it better next time. They're going to remember that. And it's not all for nothing. And so the process of becoming is so beautiful and it will impact generations to come and it will leave a legacy for sure. I, when I was doing my blueprint, I was really like, okay, how do I want my kids to describe me? And not just like in years to come or like when I've passed, but like, but like now. And, um, and so I think like one of my main, one of my big things is like, I just want them to see that I have, I never give up. Like I've always, I always just keep going, even if I mess up and um, I've apologized to my daughter many times, but even if, you know, I mess up and I have to ask for their forgiveness, um, that they see that I'm always trying to do better. And that's like the most important part to me because I just, I, it's important that they never give up themselves and always just keep persisting through all of that, the feelings that they have and just acknowledging their feelings and their thoughts and knowing that they can still go on even though they're feeling this way and that it doesn't all that it's not always going to be like that it's you can feel different what would be something that's laid on your heart to say to someone or encourage someone who maybe is having that hard time making that action step that's pulling them in for me for a long time um I just felt really in the dark and I felt like there wasn't any light for a really long time um, and no one really understood not even the people closest to me understood why I was feeling that way because they saw all the great things and all like the you know really good fruit that was around me and um, 
just coming from a place of like totally being in the dark. And I mean, I was, I was in a place of not really wanting to exist anymore and, um, and not necessarily having thoughts of actually like doing anything, but just, just thinking about so much of like how this life would be and how much happier people would be if I didn't exist. And I mean, I was in a really dark place. There is a light. I have to go look for it a little bit. You, it will end up just shining through you. Tag onto something. And I want, I was hoping that you can like confirm it or come back with it because this is what I feel is what happens is you were saying that people saw what was going around you and it was good, but deep inside behind the scenes, they had no idea what was going on. Right. And I think in our life, people are like, Oh, you're doing such a good job or you're, you're so happy or, um, you're not a good kid. You don't do this. And the more that we're told this, or the more that people physically see us and then tell us who we are by like what they see, we start to take on that persona and we start to feel like we can't be anything else, but what they see, right? Like mm-hmm. the happy, like everything's beautiful. So I need to feel that way. And because I don't feel that way, something must be wrong with me. And or that you shame yourself because you're not like, if I'm not happy, my life's happy and everybody sees how great it is and beautiful thing it is, but I don't feel happy. So you feel shame because you're not living up to the expectation that really no one intentionally put on you, but has been put on you. And then the like saying, I don't want to exist means is because you probably don't want to exist as the person that people have expected you to be. And so you just don't want to exist because you can't be that. Then I just don't want to exist. But if you start to live in who you are, you get to exist as who you are without any expectation on you. And that is freedom. I believed a lot of lies for a long time. And um, growing up, I, you know, had a family who judged not my immediate family, but um, some of my extended family, but you know, I grew up with a lot of judgment. I don't believe, I I I I still have to work on this, of course, every day, but I don't be- really believe in those lies anymore because I go back to the word and like, you know, no, I am loved and I am worthy. And, you know, it doesn't like, you know, Jesus died so we could have joy and peace and not feel so, feel so much shame. Um, and you're right, Annie, I like, there was so much shame as to who I was in that darkness. And I like, didn't, I, that wasn't me. And I knew it wasn't me. And I think that's why I was like shaming myself so much. And, um, and I would blame myself for circumstances that would come up, even though it wasn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't actually my true identity that was, that was coming out. That's crazy that like the shame that was put on you by others, then you learn to take it on in other situations that you'd see and Mm -hmm. like blame yourself. I still have to work on it. I still, like, I still make comments to my husband sometimes and, um, and, and he has to remind me, you know, that's not, that's not who you are. And you're just saying that because you're angry or you're, you know, frustrated with something that's going on. And, um, and it's been really, it's been really nice. Um, we've been really working on our relationship a lot too. So it's been really nice that he can come to me and be like, that's not who you are. That's, you know, you're like lying to yourself. And, you, you know, he doesn't tell me who I am, but he's like, that's not you. And 
Um, and I'm just like, you're right. It's not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and it's just, yeah, it really, it really helps to have someone there and be like, nope, that's a lie, <laughs> you know? And, um, cause sometimes you, even though you, you know, it's not really the truth. I think that you connect, you connect so many feelings to your thoughts that you start believing it in that way. And, um, you know, there's certain moments where I'm like, you should not, don't talk to yourself this way. And that's not who you are. And, um, it's been really nice to like love myself, even though in those times when I'm like, Oh, I don't really, didn't really like myself in that moment, but that doesn't mean that that is who I am. That's not part of my identity. That was just a moment in my, in my life. You are loved. But like you said, never give up until you achieve those desires and know that you don't have to live in anger. So you're not going to give up. You're going to continue until you are free from those things. And it's such a good leadership quality too. And that's literally why we were like, I think Dana should lead because she like missed like two or three workouts the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like, wow, like she's so, she was quiet. And there was some days that I saw struggle in your eyes, but you were there. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it was almost like, how can she be here when she's feeling what she's feeling? Cause I could feel it, but she was yeah. there anyways. And that's what your kids will watch too, is like, as we process things and you're still doing what you know to be true to who you are, regardless of what the enemy's throwing at you, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're working through, you're gritting your teeth and you're like, I'm fighting for more. I'm going to live true to who I know I was made to be and holding fast to that. And that will like it, it influences, it influenced me and other women. So I just hope I can inspire and motivate women um, when they do feel like they're, you know, in the dark. And um, there were many times when I showed up and I really didn't actually want to be there. (laughs) Um, There were many times that I was crying as I was driving there and I'm like, you know, get yourself together. You have to go inside and see people. And, um, And, you know, in the beginning it was, for me, it was about like losing weight and having a better body image, um, per se, you know, and, um, but it turned into not that, you know, it, it turned into building my heart and my mind and making that stronger instead of, instead of just my physical body. Although Come on. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yay, that's what we love. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So we just want to, uh, extend the invitation, all three of us. If you are a woman that is looking for those sisters that are going to like champion alongside of you on the good days, on the bad days, and you are someone that wants to leave a life of legacy and you know, it's going to be a process. You don't necessarily have the tools, but you want to live by the truth in community and stay deeply rooted and safeguard all of those things, we would love to have you as a part of Bloom Strong Coaching. Or if you're local, come to the to the workouts when we have them or join online. Um, there is, just use Dana as an example to do what's uncomfortable no matter what. She is so committed and bold and brave, even though she's quiet and you wouldn't expect it. So um, yeah, we would love to have you. And I know so many women, like Dana was saying, she was like, I was so lonely. I was struggling. I felt like I was the only one. So guaranteed there's women that feel the same way, but you need to know that you're not alone and you need to see it firsthand that you're not alone. (laughs) So Dana, what is your, I am my, I, my thing is I am worthy. 
um, because for a long time, I didn't think I was um, really worthy of anything that I had in my life. And like, like, even like my husband, even though we have, you know, our differences and stuff like that, you know, it's, there was a point in time where I didn't think that anything I had in my life was good for me. And um, even though deep down, it, you know, it all really was. And um, I didn't think I was worthy of any of it. And I think that was part of the, um, like, not wanting to exist, because I didn't, just didn't think that my, I had any worth, or I had anything to give to anyone. It's important, it's important just to know that, like, even when you're in your darkest time, you still have worth, and, um, like, and, and that people still see that you are worthy, even though um, you may not see it yourself. Um, yeah, it took a, took me a long time to really see that. I mean, it was, like, last year when I finally was like, no, I am worthy of all of these things I have in my life. So yeah, I am worthy. If you want people to connect with you, how could they find you? Yeah, I, I'm DL Clementine um, through Instagram. And then um, Facebook is Dana Lee Phillips. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring, like it's time for you to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.